But you know, it's been awesome to hear、uh, the past three weeks on the fruit of the Spirit. It's been、uh, learning, you know, week one, we talk,、uh, Pastor Chris talked about the love of the Spirit. You know, the love that brings, you know, a sense of wanting, a sense of belonging that God gives us. It's a love when you don't feel like you've been loved, but you can always be assured that God loves you. That's His promise. He says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And then the second week, He talked about joy. You know, the times that you lose that joy because you've been injured, you've been hurt, and all of a sudden your face just drops, your heart drops, and everything is gone. But then you remember the joy of the Lord is our strength. And you grab a hold of that scripture again, you grab a hold of the Word of God, and it carries you through. And then last week, Brother Robert was talking about peace. The peace that some of us don't really know what it is. And I'm talking about the peace of God. The scripture that says the peace that surpasses all understanding. The times that you run out of just there's turmoil in your life. You can't sleep at night. You have restless nights. Wherever you go, it's like you're just not at ease. You're, You're, you're worrying about this, and then there's no peace in your life. But the peace that surpasses all understanding is the one, that, the one peace that God gives you. I encourage you to hold on to all these three. This is just three of the nine fruits that God has for us. But why, the, why my son decided to give this particular fruit? I don't know. But I've been tested. Okay? I'm going to show you a little clip here, up here, a video, Oscar. What does it say at the top? The level of patience. Play one more time. How many of y'all can relate to that? You get frustrated and you just boom, you throw it away. And I'll be right, and this is what I'm going to talk about today patience. What is your level of patience? Even some of you might have gone through it this morning at home, waiting for somebody to get ready. Correct? Maybe you went to the donut shop and there was a line. You couldn't get your donuts in time because you're running late for church. And Pastor Chris is not going to like that. We've been testing, guys, every single day. With patience. Things that we don't, sometimes we don't even think about. But God has a sense of humor. He always sees us through. But let me, ask, let me read a few things as to what the Bible says about patience. 
He said, what does the Bible say about patience? I'm just going to read you a few, few items. It says, when everything is going our way, patience is easy to demonstrate. Isn't it right? Everything is going well. Man, you're on, up here. You know, nothing bothers you. You're happy. You have plans. Everything fell in just the way you want it to be. And man, pfft, nobody's going to bother you. They can say things about you, talk behind you. Don't bother you. Why? Because your patience has gotten to a place where it's okay. I can tolerate you. I can put up with you. Then it says, some people think they have the right to get upset in the face of irritations and trials. I've been to Walmart several times, Target. And I've seen some, some, these are ladies that I've seen on the line waiting because somebody in front of them has three baskets full of stuff, groceries. And you see them standing there with a the car going, is that you? Yeah, touch a nerve, huh? And then we have... Impatience seems like a holy anger. Hey, God got angry, God got upset. I have the right. So we go that route. We justify it. You know what we're doing. And then last but not least, it says the Bible, however, praises patience as a fruit of the spirit. In Galatians 5.22 says, we should be produced for all followers of Christ. Where is your level of patience concerning God's way? Where do you stand? Are you hot-tempered? Are you always moody? Does pe do people irritate you? Here's one good one. How do you get along with your church friends? church members. Think about it. Because I'm going to, later on, you're going to find out what all this leads to. It says, patience reveals our faith in God's timing, omnipotence, and love. You know, we all have faith in God. We all have, we all have uh, requests. We all pray to God. We all believe that God answers prayers. But when it comes to you, how are you? How is your patience with God? How is your faith? You know, all of us are ready to go pray for somebody. Is that correct? You know, all of us. Hey, we need prayer. Come on, let's go, let's go pray. But when it comes to yourself, what happens there, guys? I can honestly tell you that through this month that I've been preparing for this, I flunked. My patience. I'm saying this because my family's here. Okay? They'll probably say, you're wrong. But, but anyway. I flunked a few of the things that God was testing me on. And then I was looking back yesterday as I was preparing uh, the lesson. I read it to myself about three times. And man, all three times I came to the altar. 
I had to, when I made the altar call, I had, I had to come. Because there were some things in here that did not line up with the Word of God. I messed it up. Simple little things, guys. But all I had to do because I got a little bit impatient. Some of you parents can relate with your children about when they get kind of rowdy in your house and you tell, what do you say? Quiet down. One time. After a while, quiet down. Two times. After a while, quiet down. Correct? You know, it's part of life. We're always going to have children, and they're always going to be noisy. Even your older ones are still going to be noisy. <clears throat> I won't go there. <laughs> but ask yourself the question, is your patient relates to what God has for you, what God says? Does your patient, patience be, bring you to that place that brings honor to God? Does your patience bring maybe a helping hand to someone? You know, when Pastor Chris was talking about the, of love on the first week, you know, it says to love one another. How many of you have friends that you talk to or you minister to that you have ministered to them day after day after day and they don't seem to get it? And you grow impatient. You start wondering, are they ever going to come to know the Lord? And then I was reminded to those that, are, that witness to your loved ones and they, stay, they still don't want to don't say yes to the Lord. I was reminded where Jesus says, and, and actually where Paul was talking about in the books of Corinthians, he says, I water it, I plant the seed, others water it, but God makes it grow. For those that have been witnessing and you're growing impatient with someone, remember those things that you're planting a seed. Wherever you go, you plant a seed. Everywhere you go, guys, that you talk about the Lord, you're planting a seed. You know, it's something that you've got to remember. The, you think about the farmer. He plants the seed, and he waits. He waters it. He waits, and he waters it again until it finally comes out. That little bud comes out. But that's part, that's part of life. That's part of waiting. That's part of having patience the way God wants us to be. You wait for him. You wait for the right moment that God has prepared for you. In Ephesians 4.2, if you can put that up there, Brother uh, Oscar. It says, be completely hum humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing one another in love. Are you humble? Are you gentle? Have you gentle? Have you been gentle to somebody when they, they don't when they don't deserve it? When they irritate you, they they bring it to a point of you just go. When are you ever going to learn? I think all of us been there. How about giving a gentle word, a gentle hug, a gentle just a word that will encourage them. This is where patience begins. You start slowly easing in into what God has for you. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, I can say, I call it this. 
you're working, you're, you're doing God's work. You're doing God's uh, purpose in your life, which is to minister. But sometimes it's kind of hard because some people are kind of hard to, that, that irritate you and bring you to a place where you just want, you just want to stop. You just, just want to give up. It says, let us not become weary in good doings. That's Galatians 5, 9. Let us not be weary, become weary in doing good. When was the last time you did something good for someone that at some point or another that you just gave up on them and you just left them alone? Several years ago, I was reminded as I was reading this about this one person that we were, they were ministering to at the church we were at. And uh, this person had a problem. His problem was he hated God. He hated God because he kept saying, how can a loving God, he was talking about killing the children back in Moses' time and then when they were killed when, when Jesus was born. How can a loving God allow that to happen? He hated God. He couldn't understand it. He was frustrated. And those that were ministering to him got frustrated also. That It got to the point where they just let him go. They left him alone. And I had the privilege of ending up with him, with this man. On a Tuesday night prayer, we ended up meeting him. We started talking. He started sharing with me what he, what he felt. And he was like, oh, Lord, what do I have here? But I had already known that the other people had just completely given up on him. Like he's, he's hopeless. He doesn't understand. He can't get past that. So one Tuesday evening after prayer, we sat out there in the foyer. And I asked him. I can't remember his name, but I'm going to give him his name. John, okay? I asked John. I said, John, what's your problem? And he told me. I said, I'll tell you what. Why don't we just talk to God today? We sat there in the foyer on the bench that was there. I said, let's talk to God. I said, let's, God, let's ask God, that you tell God how you feel. Tell him that you hate him. Tell him you this and this and this and that. Tell him. Let him know exactly how you feel. And see what he says. He says, he won't listen to me. I said, yes, he will. He will. So this man, this young man, we sat there on the table, and he says, he's, we our heads, and he started telling me, I mean, he told the Lord, I hate you. How can you kill all the, how could you have killed all those kids, those little, those little babies? And he went on and on and told him other things. Then he stopped. I said, I said, John, how do you feel now? He says, it doesn't matter anymore. God gave him the understanding. God opened up his eyes to see that he was in control. He still had other issues. But the point is this. God gave me the patience to be with this young man. To continue to walk with him. To show him, look, there is a way out of this. There is a place that you can go to, and that's God. You can go directly to Jesus and tell him what, how you feel. And let her know what you're going through. It's something that I believed in our heart that as we read our word, there is something in here that 
I'll tell you one thing. The enemy does not want you to pick it up. He doesn't want you to read it. Because there's life in here. Everything that we need, even controlling patients, is in here. We all need it. We all have uh, uh, issues. We all have problems. We all run into a time where we, we run out of patience. But when God, when God in, I like what happened in one of the songs. It says, when Jesus is around, everything makes sense. Is that what it says? When I heard, they was like, that's it. When we put God in there, everything else makes sense. When we grow impatient, people, a lot of times, it's our own doings. I think we have this little saying that, oh, that's the way I was born. That's the way I'm going to be. I'm sorry to, to, to uh, bust your bubble. But the Lord says, we're new creatures in Christ. All things have passed away. All things have become new. You have no more excuses, guys, of being impatient. You are a new creation in Christ. God created you for a purpose. Not just for yourself. One of them is to love the Lord, worship God. But the other one is to love one another, to love each other. Even if it means to the point where these people get you to the point of just getting frustrated. No. We've been created to teach each other, to love on each other, and to care for each other. That's our purpose, guys. That's our, that's our calling, every single one of us. It's something that God has put in our hearts. He's put love in you. I'll put it to you this way. Acts 1.8. You, you, you want to put that there? It says, Acts 1.8. You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you to be a witness. It's the same power, guys, that you have inside of you that will help you when you become impatient. It's the same power that raised up Jesus from the dead that will quicken your mortal body. It's the same power that gives you faith. It's the same power that when you feel down, you just feel lonely, you feel alone. It's the same power that brings love and the joy of God into your, into your life. The Holy Spirit convicts you. The Holy, the Holy Spirit reminds you that he's in control. Reminds you that his love for you never ends. He cares for you. He knows where you're standing. He knows where you're going. He knows where it started. He knows where it's going to end. You don't. We don't. But he does. Psalm 37 says it again. Trust in the Lord. Commit yourself to the Lord. You trust God for everything. The smallest thing, the biggest thing, doesn't matter. Trust him. You won't get impatient waiting for him. Because you'll know as you grow day by day, you'll know that your faith is just going to increase. He's going to take care of the little things. And you're going to say, wow. On uh, station 90.9, early in the morning, uh, I don't know if you're listening to Rebecca and Kermit Burns, I think it's his last name. This week, their, their, their topic is, when was the last time you went, wow, of what, God, of what God has done for you. That's the topic. You'd be surprised the, 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 the comments that we, they've received. Simple little things that for you may even not be nothing, but to them, it's the world. A wild thing. 
How about allowing patience to be one of those, wow, Lord, because I waited, this is what happened. Because I went and ministered to them, this person that irritates me a lot, he came to know the Lord. He got healed. I was reminded when we went to a Monterey, uh, Mexico on a mission trip, we had some of our kids with us, and they went, uh, they were all excited and everything, and we went to this village or colony that uh, this man was dying, real sick. And they, the, the, this, this, this young ki uh, kids were very excited because they prayed for these people, and they were believing that God was going to heal him and everything. But well, we went back the next day, the men that had died. And their faces just dropped. I said, what's the matter? He said, Pastor Lucky, we, we prayed for him and he died. We prayed for his healing and he died. I said, guys, I said, Lord, I said, Lord give me words for the Savior. I said, you know what happened? He's healed. He's in the best place you could ever be. And you brought him there. He had accepted the Lord that, the day before. I said, you brought him to that place where God wanted him. A rest, peace. And he was all of a sudden like their eyes were open. And I was reminded again, those two, uh, the two men that were walking in the road of Emmaus, their eyes were open. They were reminded, and they felt this thing when Jesus walked with them because they felt this sense of closeness. That scripture, I mean, that song just keeps, keeps going to my mind about what Jesus is, and everything makes sense. Everything makes sense, guys, when we allow the Lord to control our, our own times that we get impatient. Everything makes sense. Because we're no longer, it's no longer you. It's what's in you that's making the change in you. But always remember that you're not alone. You're not the one that God has uh, given. Uh, what God has gives us, God, let me, put, let me rephrase this. When God gives us something, it's not just for you. It's for everybody. If he blesses you, if he blesses you abundantly, it's for everybody to share with somebody else. If he's giving you patience, hey, go with somebody, train them. Maybe you know somebody that's very impatient. Hang around them. Let them see your life. Let them see the fruit of the Spirit in you. Let the fruit of the Spirit become alive. Let it become noticeable. Let it become... Well, let me ask you one question. When was the last time you were impatient? A couple of hours ago? 24 hours ago? Yes? 48 hours? I've given some, some hits. That's good. You're being honest. But the bottom line is this, guys, that everything that we do Everything that we say, whether you're doing it in love or you're doing it just because you feel like saying it, if it's something that's going to bring joy to someone,
because you've been waiting on the Lord to use you patiently, it's going to work. Like I said at the beginning, you're planting seeds. You're, you're letting the seed goes out there. But I always pray, guys, that it lands in good soil. I believe and pray that whatever I, uh, whatever I send out there to someone or minister to someone, Lord, let it land on good soil. Let it land somewhere where somebody else can come and water it. I might never see this person come to know the Lord, but maybe someday I'll see him in heaven. Because God is good. Psalm 37, 7, 9 says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked things. It says, Be still. Let us be silent. Don't move. Just wait patiently. Many of you are waiting for miracles. Many of you are still waiting. Somebody prayed for you maybe 10 years ago and you still haven't gotten healed. You're still waiting. You're still waiting. But the Lord says, be still. I've got it. I got you covered. I'm the one that will have the last say so. There's a, a song, I, I hear it when we, we're here on Tuesday night when I put on the music. Bless you. It says, the cross has the last word. The cross has the last word. What happened on the cross sealed everything for us so we can be free. We, are, we can say we are victorious. Even when we're impatient, guys, you can be victorious in allowing God to use you. Romans 12, 12 says this, Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulations. Be constant in prayer. We rejoice in hope, guys, because we know that when we wait for the Lord, sometimes it's not when we want it. It's not the time that he's given us. It's not the time that we think it should be. But 100% of the time, it's when God wants it to be. And that's where, this is where we, I think we all of us kind of fall flat on this, that we don't wait like the way God wants us to be. Just be patient in tribulations. It tells us in uh, Psalm 34, it says, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord sees us to all of them. All of us go through a lot of afflictions. Every, and that, that's, that's the word. We're going to go through them. What are we going to do with them? Are we going to put up with it? Are we going to be patient on the Lord? Are we going to wait and say, okay, Lord, your word says this. They've prayed for me already. I'm going to stand. People have asked me, what else do I do after you pray for me? I said, your job now is to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I don't see it, but I know you've done it. Faith comes by hearing, and what? Hearing by the word of God. And it says, in the book of Hebrews says, it is impossible to please God without faith. Faith is already activated, guys, when you pray. Now we wait, 
and we th start thanking God for everything that's going on in your life. Because the bottom line is, again, God is in control. God loves you. He doesn't stop and says, okay, I brought you this for lucky, okay, you're on your own. Nope. He said, I got you here. I got you the first step here. He extends out his hand. Hold on. We're going for a ride. Bless you. And he carries you up. He picks you up. Even when you're impatient, guys, he picks you up. He said, okay, guys, it's okay. It's okay, son. It's okay, daughter. I got you. He tells us that he is a rear guard. He protects you. He's got your back. He's got your back. That's the exciting point about it, that we know that he has our back. We know that we can, wherever we go, he's going to be there. We might not feel it. We might not understand it, but he's got your back. It says, be constant in prayer. The moment you feel that you're going to get frustrated or your temperature is going to rise. I was reminded just yesterday about the bracelet that they used to carry. What would Jesus do? Now I'm telling you, what are you going to do? Jesus already did what he had to do, okay? He doesn't have to do anything for us anymore. Nothing. He wants us to hold on to this, to his word. He's done it. He's given us his promises. What are you going to do? Next time somebody, uh, I'll give you an example. You go to Walmart. This happened to us several times. You go to Walmart trying to find a parking space close to the entrance, especially when it's raining and it's cold and all this stuff. And you're walking, you I catch, I, I catch, I hit a nerve, didn't I? You hit, you, you, you're driving around, and you see this parking lot real close to the door, and you rush here, you go, and somebody goes, Arr! what do you do? I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I know what people have done when I, we have, and we, I've done it, but not intentionally. I saw that thing. I didn't see the car. I go first. They went like this, but it wasn't that. Okay? I just am bless you, you know? But we all been through there, guys. We all have gotten, have gone through stuff that just, sometimes our temperature just takes off. I got three minutes left. <laughs> it says, be constant, be constant in prayer. Pray, guys. When you feel that temperature taking off, and you know it, stop. And pray. A simple, Lord Jesus, help me, will help you. A simple, just silence will help you. A simple moment of just saying, just in your mind or in your thoughts, your heart, Lord, help me. We used to sing a song years ago when my brother Manuel was alive. It says, help me, Lord, I'm in trouble again. 
help me, Lord, I've done it again. You know, we're always in trouble, guys. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to hold on to the, to the word of God? Or are we going to lose our temper? Or are we going to become impatient? I believe that all of us have that gift in us to be able to say, Lord, help me. I trust in you, but today it's kind of hard. Help me. And let me finish up with this right here. It's 1 Peter 5. It says, Be humble in the, patient, in the presence of God Almighty's power, and he will honor you when the time comes. God cares for you, so turn all your worries over to him. All your worries over to him. Don't worry. Don't get impatient. Don't get frustrated. Don't get sick over it. Don't lose sleep over it. Turn it over, everything over to him. It says, be on your guard and stay awake. Your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion sneaking around to find someone to attack. He's constantly throwing darts. Constantly. Are you going to be one of those targets that he's going to hit and, and you're just going to say, okay, Lord. And then maybe you're not going to say, okay, Lord. You're just going to say, why? Why did you do this? Why are you going to respond? Not God's way, but your way. Remember that. It says this. It says, but you must resist the devil and stay strong in your faith. You know that all over the world, the, the Lord's followers are suffering just as you are. You're not the only one, guys, that, that are struggling with patience. Everyone all over the world is going through the same thing. But together we learn, guys. We learn. Is it by God shows un, unserved kindness to everyone. That why he, that, that's why he appointed Christ Jesus to, to choose you to share in his internal glory. You will suffer for a while, but God will make, it, make you complete, steady, strong, and firm. God will be strong forever. God will be con in control forever. Amen. Remember, God is in control. And I make a commitment here to you guys. And I know Pastor Chris has done it and others here. We're here for you. We committed ourselves to you. You need help. You need prayer. We can help you. Come to us, please. Don't sit alone. Don't fight it by yourself. I think together we can make a big difference in, our, in your own life, in people's lives. And that's what God wants us to do, for us to become a body together. In the book of Acts, it says they were all in one accord. The Holy Spirit came upon them because they were united. 120 were united together, waiting for the promise of God. And he came through. Together, guys, we can make it work. I think together we can battle with you and stand with you and walk together. We're here for you. We believe that Nobody should fight by themselves. Because every single one of us do have struggles. And some are pretty hard. But I think together we can win. We have victory in Christ. 
you know, there's, it tells us that there's, there's wisdom in a counsel of many. I think if, we, if going through a problem, I think all of us together can come up with something. And the word is this. We're going to stand firm on the word of God. Whatever he says, we're going to apply. Whatever he's given us, we're going to take it and run with it. We're not going to hold it back. We're going to share it. We're going to share the love of God. We're going to share the joy. We're going to uh, be a witness to those around us that this is, what, this is where I was at one time, but this is where God has got me to. We need to share our testimonies. We need to share your story of what God has done for you. Because there's victory, guys, every time you share what God has done for you. Because all of us, all of us go to trials. Big or small, it doesn't matter. All of us go to trials. But well, together, I know that God will make us win. And that's, that's my prayer for all of us. That's our prayer on Tuesday night, that together, that this body of Christ here, that a rice church will become an oasis of healing. That people can come in here, and the moment they walk in, they're healed. The moment they come in, tormented or whatever, they're healed. The moment they come asking for help, financial, whatever, they're going to be met. It's going to be met. Together, we can do it. I love you. Thank you.